Hi, everyone. Welcome to both new and returning listeners. I'm Teresa Bartolotta. I'm your host. This is the Safe Harbor Podcast, a show for parents of children with disabilities. I want to thank all of you who've listened to some of my previous episodes for your support of the podcast. If you are a new listener, please check out our previous episodes. I do a combo of guest interviews and then some solo podcasts. I have had some really great guests here talking about so many interesting topics. For example, traveling with children with disabilities. What are the special issues around siblings of children with disabilities and how can we really support our children who are the siblings to have an amazing life with full understanding and acceptance of their siblings' challenges. So many of us who have raised siblings find that their lives are so enriched by the sibling who has a disability. And we as parents can do so much to help all of our children, but especially the siblings, to accept the challenges, to understand how their lives are likely very different from their friends, but how their lives are richer. And we've got, just got so many stories about successful adults who have lived with these challenges growing up and are so grateful. So that's a really special episode with my guest, Sue Levine. Please take a look and a listen. I also have a terrific episode on raising an adult son who has autism and what's that's been like and how the family has tried to make him as independent as possible. And then we've heard from a really talented and dedicated advocate who has great tips for parents around special education and IEP time. And I have more exciting episodes that I've already recorded that you'll be hearing soon. I try to publish just about every other week, so let's hope I can keep to that schedule. I appreciate your subscriptions to the podcast so that you always know when a new episode drops. So in this podcast, I try to cover all of the varied issues we address as parents, focusing on our lives and how we are changed as a result of our children. I believe we are better and we are stronger and we have more insight and more to give to the world, having experienced our journey. My goal is to help empower parents and to help, especially the moms, step into the greatness and the possibility that is there for them. We are all living an abundant life. Let's embrace it and bring change to the world. The world needs our strength, our resilience, and our power. In the podcast, I have two policies. Number one, we share, we don't compare. All of our journeys are different. Mine isn't any harder or easier than yours. It's different. So we honor each other's journey and we support each other by sharing. And the second policy is that all lives are valuable and meaningful. Our children are rich, full people, and they bring greatness to the world, even if they are silent. So today I have a solo episode for you. This is episode nine. And what I wanted to talk about today are some notes that I have to my younger self. 
I've been spending some time over the last few years doing a lot of journaling, and I find myself writing to myself about my experience as a parent of a child with disability. And so I've been organizing them, and and I have these kind of notes that I've written, kind of things that I wish I knew when I was younger. So I'm going to talk about those today, and then I want to make sure that you stay tuned till the end when I talk about a really exciting opportunity that I'm going to be launching very soon. So here are some notes to my younger self, because I have learned a lot over the last 30 years, and I'm sure that you have learned a great deal no matter where you are in your journey. But here are things that I wish I knew in the early years. Because I want to look back if I had the opportunity and I want to talk to that younger, really scared, really sad girl named Teresa, whose heart was breaking for her daughter and for herself. Because it was hard to see then how things would turn out. And it was hard to really believe that things would turn out okay. So my first message to my younger self is that it did actually turn out okay. It actually turned out really good. And it's a richer, better life having lived this path. The next thing that I would say to myself is you could do what you had to when needed. You may think you're a scared, shy, introverted person, whatever you are, but Let me tell you, there's nothing like a fierce parent who can do what they need to do when the time comes, whether that's stay up 48 hours in a row because of your child's having some medical problems or advocate for your child in the school or out in the community. You can do what you need to do. It's incredible, the strength and resilience And I find writing these kinds of things down really help because when you're feeling lost, when you're feeling things like things aren't going okay, it's so powerful to turn around and go, wait a minute, look at what we've done. Look at what I've done. Look at what we've lived through. So the next thing is that, hey, there's a lot of laughter ahead. There are things that we have lived through that have just made me laugh, incredible things that are really funny. My husband talks about a time when I was trying to change Lisa's diaper. She was probably nine. We were on vacation and we were nowhere near a restroom and we were in a parking lot where there was like nobody there. So he and Christopher were standing around us and I was trying to change her diaper. It's amazing why I was doing it this way. I don't really remember. It just seemed to be the only way I could do it. And we were standing in this gravel parking lot and I'm trying to change her and I'm just about to pull her diaper up and I'm kind of kneeling down, kind of squatting in front of her and she was not having it. She was not happy and so she pushed me. So I fall on my back on this gravel parking lot. Lisa falls on top of me. Her dress goes up in the air. She's got her bare bottom sticking out and my husband and son roll on the floor laughing, like apoplectic with laughter. And to this day, they go hysterical whenever they think of it. I did not think it was that funny at the moment. Now I can laugh about it, but 
I enjoy now looking back those kinds of things and thinking about what we've gone through. So there is a lot of laughter ahead and there is a lot of possibility. My next thing is to try to enjoy the highs. Live in the moment. When things are going well, soak it in. Breathe. Pay attention to yourself. Feel the feelings. Live every moment as a possibility. When it is good, just love it. Embrace it. When things are going well, when your child's healthy, when you're maybe taking a walk or you're sitting at the beach and all is good. Just memorize those moments. They will help you get through the dark times. They will help you remember that there is good. The next thing is you will make new friends who know exactly what you are going through and that will make it better. So try to find them. It is hard to find other women, especially who are going through a similar experience, who have a child with special needs, who are struggling with the kinds of things that you're struggling with. Try to find them. Online communities are great. Making connections, whether through support groups, through parent volunteer organizations, somehow find someone who you can talk to and they will know exactly what you're going through. It just makes it so much better and and helps you get through those low times. Relatedly, you will endure trials you could never imagine, and you will prevail and you will come out for the other side. You will fight for your child and you will win. There will be 10,000 tears shed. Yes, there will be lots of times when the sadness overcomes you. But at the end of the day, there will be more joy and laughter than tears. And believe that. The next thing is something I really want you to hear. There are many people who want to help you. Please let them. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to accept it. You will all feel better. Let people help they want to, whether it's making a meal taking your child for an hour so you can have a break, you can have a bath, you can go for a walk, you can do an exercise class. Everyone will feel better. They will know your child, which is so important. That will enrich them as well as your child. And you can get the opportunity to recharge, which you need. Remember that taking time for yourself is not selfish. It will help you and your family in the long run. Self-care is something we neglect and we need to make time for it. If you're okay, you can help other people be okay. But if you are not okay, how can you help others? So accept help and try to find those times when you can take time for yourself. Whether it be yoga, meditation, just even five minutes sitting in silence and letting your mind go free. It is so healing for your body and for your mind. It is not selfish. Please remember that. Something to remember, drinking or eating too much won't really take the pain away. You might make you feel better in the moment, 
but there's always going to be a price to pay. I can tell you, changing a dirty diaper in the middle of the night with a hangover, you know, if there's been too much partying going on, is one of the worst experiences ever. So skip it. Trust me. Moderation is the key. Take the time to enjoy whatever your child can do, even if it is just a kiss, a glance, a touch. Those things are gifts. There are doctors, therapists, teachers who will love and value your child and listen to you. Find them. Don't settle for professionals who make you or your child feel less than. If that is a feeling that you are having, then find someone else. Reach out to your network. Go online. Do some research. There's lots of parent groups online where you can ask for help for connections. But never settle. You and your child deserve to be valued, to be heard, and to be loved. Spend time with your partner. Don't sacrifice your relationship for your child. The divorce rate is already high for folks in our society, but it's so much higher for parents of children with disabilities. Recognize that you are at risk. Your relationship is at risk. Your relationship will be more challenged than it would have been. So make the time to be with your partner, to listen to your partner, to have that private time. My husband and I have a date night every Friday night. We honor it almost every Friday. Sometimes we'll go out with other people, but more often than not, at least half the time, it's just he and I going out for a quick dinner. It could just be a dinner at a local restaurant, nothing fancy, but it's just time just to connect and I think that making time like that has helped both of us to step away from caregiving and to have that time for ourselves. So please spend time with your partner and spend time with your other children. Having a special sibling impacts them more than you know. They certainly will be richer for it, but they need your attention and to talk with you about what they need. Hear them. Take them out. Take them to dinner. Take them for a walk. Take them on vacation if you can. I found that we did that with my son at different times. A lot of times we all went as a family, which was good. But we did take our son away, just the two of us and him, on a vacation a few times. And it it was special. They need that. They need your full attention without you being distracted. Anything we do, it's harder if Lisa's there. It's more complicated. It's just because we need a special parking place. We probably need to bring her wheelchair. When we go to a restaurant, we have to be seated immediately. We need a table that is accessible. We need to be near the restroom, whatever. There's all these accommodations that are made. The siblings see it. So many times he's tried to get my attention and I had to deal with her first. So they need our time. Make sure 
we give them our attention and we listen to what they're saying. Don't cut yourself off from your friends. Your real friends who knew you before, they will love you and support you and your child and make you feel welcome. Don't cut yourself off. If they reach out to you, reach back or reach out to them. It's so healthy to talk about other things. Your life is so rich. It has so many other aspects. Attend to those like a garden. You're not just going to put water on one flower. You're going to put them on all. Your life is so rich. Cultivate all the aspects of your life, and that includes your friends as well as your family. But don't cut yourself off from your friends. You need, there's nothing like a long-term friend. They know you so well. And they will love and support you and give you the time and space that you need. Situations that embarrass or scare you may not really be as bad as you think. Certainly plan for what could happen and be prepared. But take that child out to dinner with you. Go to dinner. Visit that theme park. Try an airplane ride. Go to church. Don't stay inside isolated. It hurts you and it hurts your child. So these are the little nuggets that I wrote down over the last couple of years. Things that I know were problematic for me through my life. Things I've tried to work on. I wonder how many of these resonated with you. Please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And now I want to turn, before we go, I want to tell you about something new, something I'm really excited that I've been working on. It's a chance for you to work with me to step into your possibilities. I think I've told you I've been a teacher and a professor and a speaker for several years, and I've I've written a lot of workshops and courses. And this is probably the most exciting thing that I've done recently, which is I've created a six-week workshop on a new dream, realizing the possibilities. And this is a workshop for women who parent children with disabilities. And in this course, we're going to explore how to reframe what we've lost into what we have gained. And at the end of the course, we're going to celebrate the skills and talents that we all have and craft a plan for creating more abundance in our lives. So if you are a mother to a child with a disability who may feel beaten down, wonder why this happened, or you feel stuck in a rut of caretaking where everyone is cared for but you, this is the course for you. It's going to be six weeks of content. We'll have a workbook, lots of things to do, to journal about. It's not going to take a ton of time. And then we'll have a a live Zoom call every week where we can unpack the lessons and practice some skills. And if you can't join us live, you'll get the recording. So here's a sample of some things we're going to talk about. We're going to take a look at the past. We're going to start in the past. We're going to say, okay, what are you holding on to that's holding you back? What are some of the regrets and the lost opportunities and what's been covered up by the work of caring for others? And then we're going to shift to talk about the present. We're going to take stock of what's working now and what is not. We're going to figure out what you need to build balance in your life and fill you up. And then we're going to envision the future. What does the amazing unbound you look like? And what can you do with an abundant mindset? 
So as I said, it's going to be six weeks. It's going to start the first session. It's going to start later in August 2022. There also is going to be an opportunity to work with me individually for individual coaching, if that's something that you'd be interested in. It's something that I love to do with women and I've been doing over the years. So I'd love to give you the opportunity for that. So please email me with any questions and to register to get a registration form. You can email me at safeharborpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to be posting information on this in our Facebook group. So please make sure you're a member. Search Safe Harbor Podcast. And then you can always DM me on Instagram. I'm at Teresa Bartolotta. Please follow me there because I post uh, little messages about the podcast and little sayings that I think are important. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. It helps others find us. I hope that you'll think about working with me. I'm really excited about this great opportunity. I want to thank you so much for listening. I hope that you stay well. I know your time is precious, so I send my gratitude to you.